0: Welcome back to the Caps on Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by a funny face-making Nick Tobias, Anthony Mano, <laughs> and Sam Meehan. Uh, we're back for the second episode of this 2021-2022 NFL season. Uh, last episode, it's still up on our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to check out our AFC conference win totals, do that. Um, but today, we're going to be doing some NFC win totals. Next week, excuse me, we're going to do some props and... Uh, season awards how you guys doing today
1: bro wait let me let me take a second here we're talking
0: football right we are now. talking football. Let's, go, let's go it's a good thing it's
2: always football. great to talk some football you know feeling <laughs> good shot an 82 today over at shark river oh yeah all right show off. Okay. feeling real nice feeling real good today so we're fine goosey yeah, feeling real nice and loosey right to go
1: all right stick where do we want to start today buddy
0: I, don't, I I. mean, you said never eat soggy waffles. I was going to go east, north, south, and west, but never eat soggy waffles. You can't, you can't turn away from the acronyms like that.
1: But if we talk about soggy waffles, we're talking about the NFC North. If you look at the teams, those are some real soggy waffles. They are, but
0: <laughs> acronyms are acronyms, so we have to start with the uh, Chicago Bears. Seven and a half win total. Uh, they have a pretty tough schedule. Their opponents for this year have a combined uh, 55% win percentage from last year. Uh, Key additions since I got ragged on last uh, episode for this. (laughs) I'm probably going to get ragged on for this because they're not necessarily key additions, but Andy Dalton and Marquise Goodwin. And they got uh, some competition for Andy Dalton and a man named Justin Fields. Uh, I'm personally going to go under on this, um, both in my rooting interest because the Giants have the Bears first overall pick or first round pick. And the Bears are just awful. They're just not good. Half, Half decent defense but not good. What do you guys think?
2: I totally agree. Uh, so looking at a schedule of, of the 17 games, I see nine like pretty easy losses there. And then really only, th- I only see three games in their schedule there that I'm seeing like, Oh, they should definitely win those games. And that's at home against Cincinnati, Detroit. And again, at Detroit, the other 14 games near their schedule are either toss-ups or they should be losses. So unless Justin Fields turns out to be a beast right out of the gate and wins them a bunch of games, they're not getting to what it's seven wins they have? Eight. Seven and a half. There know. we go.
3: They're
2: not getting close regardless. Yeah I, I don't I think they could go maybe six and eleven, seven and ten, like start creeping on that seven and a half, but their schedule is so tough. So so many tough games in there. Especially you gotta got play Green Bay twice. Minnesota twice. They're not going to be an easy team to play against either. So I think under is a very good play here. Um,
1: I don't really know where to go with this. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I see what your pick is here in our notes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't even touch the picks in there. I, I couldn't even tell you if I have over or under in here. But I'm, I'm going to go under – Um, seven and a half. I think the Bears are a play caller away from being a half-decent football team. Um, We kind of saw what Mitch Trubisky did last week to the Bears when he had, I mean, granted it was preseason, but he had an actual offensive play caller, someone who kind of drew up actual decent plays, and uh, Trubisky actually played in 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 Chicago, there's no real play caller. I don't think regardless of if it's it's Dalton or if it's Fields, it makes a difference because I think Dalton starts at least seven games this year before they turn it over to Fields. And I think Fields is going to be handed a really shitty team, a really bad situation. Um, I'm going to go under. um, I think
3: the Bears are going to be bad. And I don't know. The Bears are bad. I'm going to go under, too. I don't think it makes a difference, though, if if Andy Dalton or – or Justin Fields starts here. I think Justin Fields probably gives you more upside just because of his ability to, to, you know, move the pocket around or, you know, move around the pocket you know, make plays off schedule and you know, all that stuff that you kind of want from a quarterback now, especially in, you know, play action RPOs and, you know, even designed runs for the guy. But I I think, you know, they're going to go with Andy Dalton off the rip because I think they're going to be in the same situation that we said last week that the, um, the Broncos are going to be in, they're going to rely on their defense and they're going to think they have enough on that offense where like Andy Dalton can kind of try and drag them to the playoffs. But I mean, we saw what that kind of looked like last year with uh, with Dallas and it didn't look too pretty. Um, You know, it's different circumstances with, uh, you know, the offenses that he's running, but I I, I don't see much inspiration coming out of Chicago here. So I'm taking, I think it's an easy under.
1: Well, so my thing is that the, past three years the the bears won 12 games in 2018 eight games in 2019 and eight games in 2020 um does an extra game in the schedule do anything for them i don't i I don't know i mean the bears have been unimpressive for the past i think century um and i don't think trubisky is really too much or i'm sorry i don't think dalton is any better or worse than trubisky and I think it's going to be close. I mean, I, I would stay away from this win total if everyone's going to put their money on it because I think it actually might be close because um, I think the Bears are going to win some close games. We're talking win total. We're not talking against the spread, but I feel like the Bears are going to surprise a couple games and it's going to really hurt your soul, especially towards the end of the year when they are going to be playing their stars and nobody else is going to be.
0: All right, uh, let's move on to the Detroit Lions. The win totals at five, uh-huh. very low number. Uh, I think it's the lowest, honestly, in the entire league. Um, they I also have Houston's a, lower. Houston is
1: yeah. Houston five two, I think.
0: Okay,
2: two four for them as well. Oh, it was four. All right,
1: Whatever. four and a half. I mean, I right.
2: the, obviously, I guess it depends on the
0: juice in the book. No matter what you look, so mm-hmm. uh, for strength of schedule, their opponents last year had a combined win percentage of a fifty two point nine percent. It's good for twenty sixth uh, easiest. So what, fifth or sixth hardest uh, Hard. in the draft? Yeah, it's pretty pretty tough, especially Very for hard. a really crappy Lions team. Uh, Panay Sewell was their first-rounder this year, offensive tackle. Probably should be in uh, in Cincinnati, but that's a whole nother argument. Uh, they also did a nice little switcheroo <laughs> here, sent Matt Stafford to L.A., got Jared Goff back, um, added two receivers in Tyrell Williams and Brashad Perriman. Um, so at this total of five, I'm going to go under um, – They're usually a pesky team, so it kind of scares me a little bit. I definitely wouldn't touch this with my own money, but since we're on a podcast, I probably have to choose a side. So I'm going to go under. (laughs) Um, The only things that scare me are taking under on the Bears and the Lions because somebody's got to win both of those games. So it's tricky. But, yeah, I'm going to stick with the under here. Unless they split, that would be best-case scenario.
2: They tie both games. Um, (laughs) That's a great point. I like so I'm looking at the schedule right now um there's two games here where I think they might have a possibility of winning there's a it's at home against Cincinnati and home against Philly this schedule is straight out of hell this is a very tough schedule a lot of tough road games here for I mean I don't think Jared Goff is as bad as he's you know, Ralph's to be like, yeah, he's not good being an overall pick. He's not be better, but he's not a terrible NFL quarterback. But it's still a step down from Matthew Stafford, and they couldn't win with him. So, And they don't have a
0: receiving core. Kenny, Kenny Galladay is a exactly. giant. Marvin Jones is what, a jag? Like, come yeah.
2: on. Well, now you have TJ Hawkson being triple teamed every possession. So – You can let yeah, Brichard run the de- deep. The defense can't start, stop a nosebleed. They stink. Like, it's – Obviously, there's going to be games where you expect them to lose and they'll win, but five of them, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see.
3: What year? Uh, what year was it when they um, was it zero and sixteen in like what, like seven like eight or something? Twenty eight. Wow. Okay. I, I that's
2: a total guess. I have no idea. But I, I, I was going to say eleven. We find you an I answer think, right
3: now. Without even looking at that 08 whatever roster i think this roster that they have here is comparable combined with the first year coaching staff of you know i Danny was campbell, right 2008 dan campbell <laughs> and shot. anthony lynn right running that offense i don't know if they're going to put jared goff in the same situations that made him look like a halfway decent quarterback as as you know when he was under mcveigh um I mean, he's a quarterback that you're going to bring in there just to be like, Hey, look, we have a quarterback, but at the end of the day, he's going to continue to lose games. I don't, I don't see much improvement from them. So I think five and a half easy under.
1: I am going to play contrary here and I'm going to go over. I think the Detroit lions win exactly six games this year. Um, I don't think they win any more. I don't think they win any less.
2: Um, Find me six wins in their schedule. I don't have to because
1: it doesn't matter what it looks like now we could revisit this halfway throughout the season and then it'll be okay. a completely really different story. Okay. Um, they won five games last year and that was under an already shaky first year or second year, whatever, under Matt Patricia. Um, granted, I do think Stafford is a better quarterback than Goff. Um, they both have two completely different play styles. I think, um, the Detroit Lions want to run, run down the clock. And now they have both Jamal Williams and they have DeAndre Swift. And DeAndre Swift very, proved to be a very good running back last year, um, both in fantasy and on the field. Um, Kenny Galladay was hurt almost all of the year last year. And I think Marvin Jones is, is kind of just a second guy there. He's always been playing hurt too. Um, I really don't think their offense has changed too much. If it has, I think it's worked out better um, for the Detroit Lions, because instead of being one-dimensional, that now they can play both sides. Um, uh, they can play both ways on, on offense, both in the running game and the passing game. Um, their defense, I agree, is trash. Um, maybe Okuda, Jeff Okuda, the quarterback they took in the first round last year, um, takes a step. But um, I, I think they win six games. I think a big factor is Goff is golf has always played better at home. And not only is he going to be better at home, but Detroit plays in an they play in a stadium. They play indoors, um, in an arena, whatever you want to call it, in a closed stadium. So I think that's going to help him a lot, especially late in the season um, when, instead of playing in the freezing cold. And, and, and so he's got, what, he's got Chicago and he's got – and Green Bay's got to play outside, and he plays inside for Minnesota and Detroit, which I think is a big help. Um, give me six wins exactly for the Detroit
3: Lions. Give me a squeaky six.
1: Squeaky, a squeaky
3: six. I like their wide receiver course, but that's about it. How could you say that? Because I like Quintez Cephas. I liked him at Wisconsin. I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I liked him at Amon uh, Ross St.
1: Brown has been having a great um, yeah. preseason. He's having a great camp. And it's really, I, I don't really judge too much on camp because it's really hard not to show out in camp. How do you not show out?
3: In but camp? Amon Ross St. Brown was good in college. Like Correct. He was, those Correct. those USC teams are just. So know. was
2: Demarcus Russell. He was good in college too. <laughs> Turns out to be shit. Johnny Mandel. <laughs> And like, right. so, well, so they won right. five. Right. They won five games last year against Arizona, which that's a solid team. Then they beat Jacksonville, Atlanta, Washington, and Chicago. Those are their five wins last season.
0: Can I ask you a question, Mano? Uh huh. So on our little spreadsheet over here that we have going for notes, if I put Quintez Cephas as a notable addition, would I get shit for it? <laughs> no, I'll
3: not
2: give for you me, shit for it. Not
3: for me. I like Quintez Cephas. <laughs>
2: Don't sleep on the point. Hey, I'm all for it. Detroit him, but he's Lions not a would dominate <laughs> a metaphorical double A of NFL. So it's yeah. a fair Go. point.
3: Their number one receiver is Tyro Williams, so I don't think they have a number one receiver. That's a very good this is, this is, number three receiver.
2: Ty,
1: Tyro Williams isn't
2: awful. He's a very good three. Okay, yeah. the he's Giants good, have had three number threes too. for the last five years? Hey, he's they, they got player. they got some talent now. So now
0: they right. do, but what did they do then? Under, All right, let's Under for You're the Lions. Let's move on. Let's go to Green Bay.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, we're going to Green Bay. The win total is at 11. They have the uh, 29th easiest schedule, 54.2% uh, opponent win percentage from 2020. Uh, they grabbed Eric Stokes, a cornerback, in the draft. Um, really hasn't been much news. They re-signed Aaron Jones, which is good. Um, I mean
2: Rogers is still there, which that's pretty big. Rogers
0: is still there. So that is like literally the only win that the Green Bay front office needed was to just keep him happy enough, which he probably might not even be still happy, but who the hell knows? I don't think he is.
2: I mean last year proved that I think angry Rogers is the best form of Rogers. So I I think he's still not exactly happy.
0: No. So but as long as he has the ball and Devontae Adams is still lining up on the outside, I think he's going to be a okay. Um, and for that reason, I think he's going to be A-OK, and I'm going to have to go over here. 11 wins I just think is way too low. They're going to beat up on the Bears. They're going to beat up on the Lions. That's four wins right there. Uh, the Vikings, they always take a game at least from them. There's five wins. And then you got to just squeak out a couple others on uh, the whole rest of the schedule. You get the extra game for the 17-game uh, season, and, uh, yeah, I can see them winning 12, 13 games this year probably. Even 11 it's for the, the Packers won
1: they, they won 13 games the past two years, and then they won nine the year before. Okay. Um, I think this is an easy over. This is a Aaron Rodgers revenge season where he's going to show why. Why didn't you pay me money? Why didn't you help me out? This is why you should give me a good team because I'm going to win as many games as possible. What the hell was last year? 13. Oh, 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 oh. What, what, yeah. what, what point did last year? I, I don't know, but apparently – That was the point to- he made last year. Was he going to date – gonna do it again. I agree with you. I think he's, going to do again, he's gonna do it again. I think he's gonna do it again. I, I, do the point this year, I guess, is listen. This is my last hurrah. I, I think he ends up leaving Green Bay unless they give him all the money or they do something else that blows my I mind. He's out anyways. Um, but he's I think out he's out anyway, and Man.
3: he wants he wants decision making power, right? And that's just something that's not given in the NFL. Like in the NBA, like you're Kevin Durant, your LeBron James, you Steph Curry's. Like those guys have deciding power in the NFL. Other than Tom Brady, it doesn't happen that much. So, like, it's it's going to be whether or not the upper management in Green Bay wants to let him make decisions. And they kind of already did. They let him – they traded again for Randall Cobb, didn't they? Yes, they did. Right? So, I mean, is that a needle mover? No. But if he comes in one day and is like, yo, get me – um.
1: Thomas, or something
3: like that like are mm. they going to be like mm, yeah okay aaron let's go get michael thomas or are they going to be like nah you're pushing it you know what i mean so irrelevant but i i I think this is a big time another prove-it year for him you're right if it's going to be like do it again i'm still you know 36 years old and i'm going to go out and oh, and their the t- their
1: team is good their defense mm-hmm. is good their yeah, offense man. is fantastic I mean, A.J. Dillon's an absolute unit. I don't really like Aaron Jones that much. I don't think Aaron Jones is that great of a running back. I think he he's just does the job. Mm-hmm. I, don't think should, I don't think they should have paid him the amount that they paid him. Um, I,
0: if they didn't I pay him,
1: Aaron Rodgers was gone, sitting out, gonzo. Okay, well, then, yeah, you have to pay him, but I don't think he really deserved all that money. But um, give, him, give him 13 wins
2: again this year. Are you kidding me? Are you Is that a joke? That's easy. Yeah, so of the 17 games, like I'm looking at the schedule. 10, I would say, definite wins in that schedule. And only two games I could see as likely losses, and that's at Baltimore and at Kansas City. Other than that, of the five remaining games where I qualify them as toss-ups, I think Aaron Rodgers gets you at least two of those five games, if not all five. But, yeah, I think over 11 is very easy. So, if Rogers can win say two or three of those you know tighter games on the road and all that, they'll hit eleven no no problem. And yeah, give them five division wins because they're gonna they're gonna sweep Chicago and Detroit and they if they don't sweep, um, also Giancarlo home run. I'm sorry, I had that in the background. But um, <laughs> yeah, if even if they split Minnesota, it's five wins right there. So easy 11 wins for green bay all right is that it everybody went
3: board the overtrain as well i don't know if all
0: righty we're gonna move on to the minnesota vikings we got an eight and a half win total um also a hard schedule so the entire north is pretty much playing a
2: really yeah, hard schedule they just said go fuck the nfc north because they got the hard end of the like- stick i guess so um
0: 28 uh, uh, that's, Man- that's Mano's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my dog going nuts right now. So where the heck did Mano go? All right, re- regardless. All right. So Minnesota um,
1: Vikings,
0: bro. Where, where yeah, they we, picked up uh Christian Darisaw. My lineup. dude, Christian Derisaw. In the uh, in the draft in the first round. Uh notable additions. They got Pat Pete by the way. um and Xavier <laughs> Woods to get in the secondary there. I don't know what Nick's doing. Was it was a VT. Yes, sir. VT, baby.
1: Yes, sir, a little Christian, Christian Derisaw. Yes, sir.
0: Um, real quick, before I even make my pick and throw it back to you guys, let me just take a quick look at the Minnesota Vikings schedule. So I said the total was eight and a half. Now you look at the Minnesota Vikings schedule, and what do I see here in week eight, um, week 14, week 15, and week 17? Primetime, Kirk Cousins. So it's four losses. Uh,
2: so A-A. it's
0: four losses. Good point. It's four <laughs> losses.
2: Yikes. Um,
0: yikes yeah i'm just gonna have to go still over um even if they lose everything in prime time which would be really really bad if they did um those games actually are against dallas which i think is winnable for uh, minnesota pittsburgh could be winnable it's home it's stinks. Um, in chicago yes. they can win that game too and then at green bay there's no shot in hell uh Kirk cousins wins that game um on aaron Rodgers' home turf but I mean, I think they can get nine wins. Nine and eight, I feel like, is a very mediocre season, and it's very possible for a Vikings team that has a really good running game. Um, Dalvin Cook can take over games. He'll probably go for 200 once or twice, maybe. Close to it, at least, if, if he doesn't break it. But, yeah, I think they can get the wins against the Lions, the Bears, um, even with oh, a tougher life. schedule. But whatever. <laughs> that was a good one. There you go. Um, no, but you look at their Man, schedule. It. Cincinnati... Um, you have a game against Detroit, so that's two wins right there. They can beat Carolina. They can beat Dallas. That's four. Uh, they can beat the Chargers. That's five. They can beat the Niners, I think. That's six, seven, Detroit. I don't know, actually. This is kind of getting a little tricky now that I go down the schedule. But regardless, what do you yeah, guys think?
2: This is definitely very tough. Um, like, what I, what I do with every, every team schedule, I just put every, I, every team either has expected wins, expected losses, and then toss-ups. For the Minnesota, they have I have them at four wins, three losses, and then ten games where I it could see it either way, including like home against the Rams, home against the Steelers, even home against Green Bay and Dallas, Cleveland, Seattle, Arizona, like all these games that you know they're not a bad team. I think last year they were more underperformed than anything. So Cousins is solid, but I think it's all about Dalvin Cook. If Minnesota can dominate possession and get 35 to 40 minutes a game, like just running the ball in people's throats, they have, a, they have a good enough defense where I think they can win some games. And call me crazy, but I think they can make a little noise and scare Green Bay a little bit at the top of the division. But I don't think they get it. But, you know, I could see them winning 10, 11 games even. So I'm going to go with over nine.
3: I think they have one of the best defenses in football. Like, stri- seen like Griffin stri- back? Like, you know, get a little, yeah. a little that mojo going. Even with, even without him, this is a team that has Danielle Hunter on the end, Dalvin Tomlinson in the middle, coming from the Giants, Michael Pierce, Steve Weatherly. They have their linebackers and Anthony Bard. They just brought in fucking uh, Patrick Peterson, Brashad Breeland. This Brashad is a, Breeland is trash. Uh, he's, he's a solid number two corner, right? And they have, and they have Cam Dansler, who was a pretty solid cornerback at Mississippi State and then, uh, you know, was kind of stuck behind on the depth chart a little bit, had his little bit of rookie woes. But as the number one, um, I guess, the president and CEO of the uh, Kirk Cousins Hatred Club, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to pick me over, but I, I, I got it. It's tough to put support into Kirk Cousins, but I think he's. I think this team around him is, is pretty good. I think they're a, probably a 10-win team.
1: Mm. I'm on Mano's side. Over the past seven years, they've won anywhere between seven to 13 games. Um, and over the past three, they've won an average of eight and a half. So I guess this line at eight and a half is, is right on the money. Um, but I think what really kind of matters is the stability that, the I guess, the coaching staff in the front office that Minnesota has and what kind of team they've had over the past couple of years um, granted you lose stefan diggs but justin jefferson is clearly just as good if not better filling than stefan diggs um, a little a little bit of a bigger body um can make plays down the field short um you got feeling who's feeling i mean feeling's already made a name for himself um tight end wise you got irv, irv smith jr who i the guess finally, he finally <laughs> has an opportunity to break out you know kyle rudolph's finally off that team um, Stick touched on Dalvin Cook and the defense. I don't think it's great, but I think it's definitely a viable defense. And it's it's the Vikings. They're always going to have a decent defense, especially at home. Um, I think they win about nine games this year, at the most ten. Um, but I think a nine and eight season is very realistic. And I think a ten and I think a ten and seven season is a successful season for the Minnesota Vikings. And I think they get there absolutely.
0: All right, School, baby. I don't remember if I said it, but I'm going over as well. Um,
2: Overclub, choo choo. A lot of agreement so far on the uh across the I board. I
3: feel like the NFC is a little bit easier to look at than the AFC. It
2: definitely is. Oh, there's definitely something in like there, there where was, we're gonna I feel get like a there
3: hostile. hasn't been as much turnover in the NFC, so it's kind of looking at the same thing that you're looking at last year. You know, where you know it's just maybe a new coach or a couple new wrinkles or you you know a player here and there mm. to kind of you know supplement what you already had.
0: All right, what do we have
1: next on the block?
0: Never I mean. Eat. Never eat soggy waffles. We're eating now. We're going to the East. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are going to... Oh, boy. uh, Here
2: here it comes.
0: First game we're going... Or first team we're going over. So they have the highest total in the entire division of uh, nine and a half wins. They have the second easiest schedule in the league behind also. Um, We're going to get to them in a second. But the Eagles have the easiest schedule. Uh, For the Cowboys, they added Micah Parsons in this year's first round. Uh, They added Keanu Neal and Demonte Kazee... I mean, I know for a fact Neil is in the secondary, and I'm pretty sure Kazi is in the secondary as well. But Nick made me second guess before we started dude, recording. Dude, um, dude. Who the hell? Who the hell is this guy, dude? Who the hell is this Lamonte Kazi? He's a cornerback. I know it. You're gonna still make me look it up. Yeah,
1: because cornerback. you don't even know who this guy is.
0: He's number 27. He's very obviously a defensive back. Five foot 11, 174. In case you wanted to know. Um, I just
1: want to know who this guy is. Who's he played for? Who who is he?
0: He was on the Falcons.
1: And how was their defense last year?
0: It's a notable addition because Wait, the Jesus. Cowboys' secondary is El Garbage. So this okay, Dan, Dan Quinn.
1: True. What we were saying is Dan Quinn went from a really bad defense in Atlanta to let me take some of my bad players with me. Oh, over to a bad defense in 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 Dallas. Let's see how we do.
0: Look, I'm hoping it's bad, but. I mean, what I'm going to do, and I don't really want to do it, they're going to go over nine and a half wins here. Uh, This is going to be a bad division. I think the only two teams that are really going to have a shot are the Cowboys and the Giants. The Eagles are going to be bad. The Redskins, sorry, football team, are going to be bad. I mean,
2: watch your mouth. Come on, dude. Every single time we've talked about it, it's going to take some time to get used to, but whatever.
1: Again, we're, going to, we're going to kick you out of this. Just think,
2: what head. do you think when you watch the football team? You think, what the fuck? And it's, their initials are kind of close enough. <laughs> I like that. So. <laughs> That's a good one. Just just think of that, and you're good.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, I don't want to touch too much on the football team here. Oh, but, my God, uh,
2: dude. Well, let's, we'll wait till it. So let's That's keep gone. on Dallas, right? That's I'm going to go saying.
0: over. I think with Dak Prescott mm-hmm. returning, um, that receiving course still scares the living hell out of me. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to keep taking steps forward, even though he didn't really take one last year. But, I mean, he's still a good well, receiver. Well,
2: when you have Dalton and Ben DiNucci throwing to you most of the season, you're not going to do much. Exactly. Like, prior to the injury, Dak Prescott was on track for close to 6,000 yards. He's going to shatter every record. Dude, like use my fantasy quarterback. season. I lost. Oh, him. me too. Don't terrible. get me wrong. And I had Amari Cooper as well. And they both just like my. I went from like five and zero oh to like barely into the playoffs. It was dog shit. But Pretty much. That's how it goes. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Their defense is certified dog shit, but that offense is incredible. They're gonna score a if they stay healthy. Obviously, they're gonna score a lot of points this season. Like borderline, like record breaking pace, but. I mean, not, I don't, that's why I don't think they do anything the playoff-wise because that defense is is bad. And also, with, with a favorable schedule, eight, what, eight, nine wins, yeah, easy. I think ten and, nine, 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 eight, ten, and seven is going to be their season. So, I think over is a good play. It's a matter of, you know, winning those close games where they can really push through to, like, get out of the top seed. But, yeah, I think it's between – I mean, you said between the Giants and the Cowboys. I think the football team is also very well in the division because that that defense is scary, but I think that offense alone can get them nine wins. What was it at, nine and
3: a half? Nine Nine and a
2: half. Where are you, man? I know where I'm at. I got nine even, but yeah, nine and a half either way.
3: I got to go under. Yeah! I think you're – it's not to say that this is a bad football team, right? Um But I don't think they're a 10-win football team. That offense is going to put up numbers, but like if the defense can't stop, like you said, like can't stop a nosebleed, then you know, then like what are we doing here? Then it's essentially, you know, it's it's pretty much the same thing as as they were doing last year, just with a better quarterback, so you know, more potential for points. But we don't even know if Dak Prescott. They say Dak Prescott's going to be ready, but Adam Adam Schefter (laughs) said he might not be ready. I'm more inclined to believe Adam Schefter than I am to believe Jerry Jones and whatever he's pumping internally.
2: Ding, ding, but Jerry yaw. Jones is always so honest and straightforward, and and so great at his job. <laughs> Let me Especially get to the He like says bologna. with sarcasm, "It smells like baloney." Let me get the. <laughs> but um,
3: <laughs> but since it's Dallas, right? Dallas. I mean, say what you want. America's team, right? You're paying that extra, you know, maybe win or two because it's Dallas. They know teams are people, or people are they know people are going to bet on Dallas. It's kind of it's kind of the same thing as like the Yankees. You know, teams are going to bet on the Yankees, so the numbers are kind of inflated in that sense. And that's where the books know they can make their money on it. Um, so I mean, it's not to say that they're a bad team. I just think nine and a half in a in a tight division where it's pretty much like all universally bad is is tough to come by. You know, Dak Prescott's like a five hundred quarterback when he's not playing the NFC East. I'm just gonna throw that out there. But thank you. you know, just say, do with that information what you do what what you want. All
1: what? right, so I'm gonna piggyback off of Mano because I'm on the under as well. Um, I think Mano, you highlighted Dak Prescott's health. And I think that's a big factor because obviously he came off of a gruesome, you know, ankle injury last year. And the shoulder injury has been lingering, lingering. Which They're is covering like, it
3: on hard knocks.
1: Like that's a big deal. It's a, it's a big-time shoulder thing. And it's, they're, they're saying it's shoulder soreness that's supposed to never go away. Mm-hmm. Um, their offensive line isn't as good as it used to be. It, not and, not, so. and not only that, but now you're adding an extra game to the season. So it's an extra game for him to get banged up on. So now, if Dak Prescott's having to throw in games to throw, you know, you're throwing from behind, you're throwing to keep up because your defense is so bad, more opportunities for the blitz, more opportunities get hit. Um, I I think this whole season rides on Dak Prescott's health. And I think because he's only going to be 75% ish, 80% as opposed to 100, I think this offense is going to take a big hit. I don't think Amari Cooper is, I mean, Amari Cooper's good, but he never shows up when he has to. Oh, he's a dog. I think CD Lamb's going to regress. I think he had a great season last year, but I think he's going to regress and Ezekiel Elliott just isn't who he was when he was a rookie. Um, I, I, I just don't really believe in the Dallas Cowboys this year. And I think Manon made a good point where this is, this is something where they're America's team where they're making you try to buy these extra wins um, to get you to fish. Um, but I don't, I think the NFC is going, the NFC East is going to be the NFC least again this year. I think it's going to be an awful division. I think, you know you can expect 10 wins out of the washington football team but that's about it at most um expect
2: 10 you're nuts
1: yeah but- i mean I, i'm taking the under for cowboys i don't believe in them this year i think there's just too much uncertainty and i think you make I, for, for i checked mgm under nine and a half for the Cowboys this year is plus 125 and i would rather take plus 125 than minus 150 um on the over because i think there's a better chance to take a under. so um
2: I actually switched mine to under as a. As uh, as you were speaking here he goes. Man, but, what, the but there's won, a few baby. points where, where it comes like saying what? how much yeah. Zeke regressed like. Prior to Dak's injury, Zeke was at least fantasy-wise the fourth best running back in the NFL. Well, did you also he had the he also had the NFL
1: line? Tony Pollard has proven to be almost as good, if not better, than a running back than Ezekiel Elliott. And I know Mano touched on it last episode. Oh, you don't need a running back. All right, I'm not going to get a harp on that. Oh, yeah, Tony Mano Pollard hates running backs. He does. But, but Tony Pollard I proved don't. to be a decent running back last year. I would rather, you have him know, I mean, Pollard I, I than agree than with man. Like, like
2: with the exception of a few guys, like a running back, it's not that important. Like there's obviously some like, you know, electric dudes out there, but you know, for the most part, no, but yeah. I mean, with the uncertainty with Dak, I I'm switching to the under. So thank you. Just because I also like under, under nine and a half, my, like my own spreadsheet, I had nine even. Nine and a half under. Unless you have plus money, I'll take that. So Yeah, that's a little
1: switcheroo. Like I sit on the plus money there. I think you you're yeah, better that, off. Also that the plus money,
2: you know. Can't hurt
1: All right, psyche. Oh god, here we go.
0: I'm going, I'm staying over. Here it so. comes. <laughs> but yeah, here we go. Um, there is no bias in this next team whatsoever. Well, there absolutely is. I see three uh three O words over here, but I'm not gonna spoil the secret. Uh, we're going on to the New York Giants. Uh, seven win set by Vegas – or seven wins, rather. Uh, <laughs> eight on the uh, strength of schedule rating, so the eighth, eighth easiest schedule. Um, not as easy as the Cowboys or the Eagles, but definitely easier than the football team. Uh, their Let opponents- me ask you
3: something real quick. That gets weighted down because they all suck, right? All the, NFTs, all the NFC East teams are terrible, so they all play each yes. other, right? Yes. That's what's weighing those down a little bit? Probably, Absolutely. yeah.
2: Probably. Well, but that, but also but – also- like the divisions that we play, who do we play? The um, the NFC South, which had some shitty teams last season. Um, actually, AFC West is nice, but actually, outside of KC last season, the NFC, the AFC West was not great record-wise. But again, right. expect, expect the right. Chargers to so be talk, better. What are we
1: talking about right now, Stick?
0: I'm talking about the New York Giants. They added Kadarius Tony. In the, uh, the first round this year, also in free agency, added Kenny Galladay, Adore Jackson for the secondary, um, as well as Kyle Rudolph to back up uh, Popcorn Hands, Evan Ingram.
2: Wow. Um, I, mean, I, I would say that switch guy. that around real quick because, I mean, probably run a lot of two tight end sets coming up, so hopefully. Well, fine, that. but regardless, well, one sh- tight end set. Regardless, Rudolph's I think. or Ingram's going to be out there. They can get more creative with Evan Ingram now. Let's put him out wide, put him in the backfield. Like get get creative. I mean, but this is Jer- this is also Jason Garrett we're talking about here. So. I've been the biggest Evan
0: Ingram apologist.
2: Why? Why are you? Oh, I love Ingram. I,
0: I like him. Yeah. I do. Stop. His upside is a, so a strong. Strong good. word. I like I Evan I, Ingram, and I think he has potential. To, uh, I,
1: I don't, I've talked about this in conversation with people before, especially probably Mano and Stick, and probably our friend Zach too. He's Evan Ingram is the person to go to another team and become a. An all pro wide, of course it is. So, why can't that. he
0: do it here? Just unlock it, just get it <laughs> out.
1: Stick okay. Let me put Thompson. this in perspective for you. What happens with people who, who wear the Mets jersey? They're bad. And what happens when they take off the Mets jersey? They're good. good. Okay, it's the same thing with Evan Ingram, the Giants. The it's Giants
2: are not the fucking Mets, bud. We've actually won shit in our lifetime. The so, the Mets have won one stuff in our life. Well, not in our what life. an NLP. I yeah, no, they in have not. They
1: went to, it, to it, right, hit the They backstop. went, they went right, to the World right, Series right, our freshman year, Nick.
2: All right. And... But Hostility. I think I think Kyle Rudolph could really be a very good thing for Evan Ingram because they could kind of get creative with him, put him in a slots, split him out wide, put him out of the fucking backfield. as like a fullback, you know, like bullshit, whatever the fuck you want to do. There's a lot more you can do with Evan Ingram with a legitimately – like a legit tight end in Kyle Rudolph who can block, who doesn't drop shit also, so – I mean this is a big year for daniel jones this is a kind of a hey this is your this is your chance if you do not perform this season then take a hike because there's no more excuses for no weapons for daniel jones because he has one of the better like wide receiver tight end running back cores you could find in the nfl so the line isn't great but it's not as bad as who have past seasons, you know, hopefully Andrew Thomas takes a step and all that. So, but the big thing with this team is that defense. The Giants have a potentially very good defense. I mean, Patrick Graham staying around is going to be huge for this team. And what is seven, a total? Literally seven, yeah. I think they can get eight wins, if not more. Call me
0: crazy. They're going to get like 11 or 12.
2: I was thinking like it's they're either getting like eleven or twelve or they're getting four.
0: There's no in between. Eleven so, or twelve.
2: See what I'm okay. Thinking... So the Giants will go seventeen and zero. <laughs> no, but I think over Fine seven. No, gee, the, over seven like is a fairly confident bet for me with the Giants.
1: I am going to go under. Um, I love Whoa! the. Boo! I love the Giants. Here's the balloon. Here's uh,
0: Nick. Just yeah, pop, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: pop the balloon. Um. I am one of the. I, I don't like Daniel Jones. I never really have, and I never really will. Um, he's had. I just don't think. That oh. he, listen, I just don't think he has what it takes to take this Giants team to the next level that they need to go. Um, I think their offense is going to be subpar. Jason Garrett is calling the plays, which should tell you a lot about how the Giants season is going to go, especially offensively. Yes, their defense can hold somebody to 14, 20 points a game but the Giants are only going to score maybe 10, 13. So what is that going to do for you? Nothing. Um, I think it's a very lackluster season for the Giants. I am not expecting much. So if I go under and they hit the over, then wow, this is a, a you're superhero. such an
2: angry
0: person. You're so, angry. I'm not an
1: angry person. I'm, yeah, being, re- I'm being realistic. The Giants are, are, aren't that good of a team. They're, if you're putting your trust in Daniel Jones, then I think you're mistaking yourself.
0: Dude, all right. So I say this all the time about the Giants. It's not all about Daniel Jones. I, I think look, dude, are you telling me it's not all about the look, quarterback? Look, it's are about the it, it's not all about Daniel Jones. I think he's a very capable quarterback, and we're gonna see it this year. And you're gonna put your foot in your who, mouth. That's who what's takes happen. every
1: offensive snap.
0: Look, Saquon's been out. We now have Saquon back. You use Saquon correctly, you put him out in space. You have him as a threat. Who's where calling plays? Play. Who's calling plays? Someone's going to call plays. And Jason Garrett called a half decent offense last year with a really, really banged up.
3: He How called many wins did they have last year? Historically, the worst. Six. They should have wins last in the, the league. The total's at seven
0: here. Now they have Kadarius Tony. They have Kenny Galladay. They're getting Saquon back. I don't but know what to tell you. To throw look, team. look, look. If you can take Saquon, you can swing him out for either bubble pass, or you can keep defenses honest by literal a straight-up handoff, because he's a running back, and that's what running backs do. We now have Kadarius Tony. if the guy's ever healthy and now plays. I don't know if they're just, like, sandbagging or something, but, like, I don't know what's going on. He's not hurt, but he's another shifty guy like that that you can use in the slot. You can move him around. If those two guys can be used to get out into space and create mismatches, it's going to make Daniel Jones's job a lot easier. And now he has Kenny Galladay. I mean – Look, a true maybe not a true true number 1 receiver, but a guy who's right there and has the potential to definitely take that leap over into being a number 1 guy. If Daniel Jones can just put the ball on the numbers and not throw to practice squad linebackers, I think we'll be good. I think that was probably just an honest mistake and
2: it got blown up. He gets in- confused. It's his own team jersey, he, you know. It, I don't blame he, him he one can't bit for that. Oh, quarterback. I think the the, the big the smart decision
0: He's got legs. I think the, 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 the biggest, the biggest I thing I think legs. with the offense
2: is the cool. i got move as fast as him. How do you know? Sammy, go ahead. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, with, you no know, versatility-wise, that's what, that's what makes Kyle Rudolph signing so much bigger.
1: Kyle Rudolph was going to do something in the bread zone if we even get there.
2: Yeah, but the thing is that, like, even, like, driving through, you can get so creative with Evan Ingram, with Saquon, with all these electric people. And, like, Daniel Jones, like – You've, don't tell me like yeah, you Don't, no, no, no. He's made some fucking dumb mistakes, but don't tell me when he looks good, he doesn't look fucking incredible at times. He does, and we live through. <laughs> and and what? He's years 20 twenty-four did. years old, Nick. Like, Mano, Mano, slap some sense into these
1: folks, please. I don't even let's want to so, hear. Let's Mano's stop acting like guys' careers down.
2: are over after two shitty seasons.
0: Three, like, three, three. Dude, he's played 27 career games in the NFL.
2: 27. Yeah, that's two fucking seasons, Nick. It's not even two seasons. This it's is th- less. This is season 3 for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I don't even want to see season 3. Yeah. Like, so that's why I'm saying. This is a make or break here. Nice Most... he to get a
1: top 10 pick and pick a quarterback and move on from Dana.
2: Yeah, they they can from Chicago. We can, we can win the Super Bowl and have a top 10 pick. So. And, and that's
0: why Dave Gettleman's actually a pretty half-decent right, GM. Please, I please would stop. say good he's GM. But I don't want to open well with the
1: team. Like, right, he's... man
2: Mano, open your mouth, please. So, Come on. No, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Dave Gettleman, like, he does moves that at first, like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? And then when it turns out great in, like, a couple weeks, it's like, oh, he's not half-bad. Let's get your head out of your fucking ass, Nick. Daniel Jones, I'm not saying he's going to be great, but it's his, he's 24 years old. It's his third fucking season. Let's not give up on a motherfucker like that. Like, I do. Oh, there was this one dude who like had so many turnovers in the first couple years and just. The first year, don't say the Peyton Manning. year. If you say Pitt Manning, I'm leaving. About- if you say Pitt Manning, it- I'm leaving. I, I have a, a few fucking people I can say. I can say both Mannings. I can people say are- I'm a. We'll get to him later, but I'm still a big Jameis Winston fan. So right, upside up. still there. We should not give up on the dude yet. He's 24 and people can, f- it turns okay. out you're not, you're okay. not like you don't peak at your second year. That's what, crazy, right?
1: This is, this is my last thing I'm going to say about Daniel Jones. We're going to see how he operates against a good defense week one playing Denver. That's going to be the telltale for this. If the giants can't score more than 14 points, 17 points in the first week. That's it. That's it. You can't score against that
2: team. That's it. Who else are uh, Yes,
0: I forgot. The season ended. Yeah, one. just end it. Indeed. Just like the Yankees were done
1: on just July the, 20th. Like the
2: Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, right? Yeah. When they got shit stopped. all you Yankees thought the season was over. I don't want to hear it. Oh, I didn't say shit about them. I'm talking about last season after week one, where everyone's like, "Oh, the Bucks stink," right? After because they got smacked week one. Yeah, eat yeah, but that, shit.
1: But they're talking. That's talking about the best quarterback of all time. That's completely different than Daniel Jones. That's completely different than Daniel
2: Jones. Be a little different, but not completely. All right, Mano, please.
0: I don't even think Tom Brady was actually a starter at this point in Daniel up. Jones. Career. Stop talking. You no, know, he was not.
3: He was Sammy. You know whose turn it is. He's been patient. I have been <laughs> patient. Because this would be the easy. If I didn't have to make a pick, this would be the easiest pass on the card. Because I see both sides of the argument, right? And because it's a make or break year for, pre- for pretty much everybody on the you know, in the organization, probably except for, like, Joe Judge, right, and the defensive staff, right, if they stink this year, everybody's gone. It's Daniel Jones, gone, see you later, Gettleman, gone, see you later, right? Jason Garrett, gone, see you later. Offensive staff, including uh, uh, Freddie Kitchens, gone, see ya. Um, They're going to – I hope they feel that pressure, right, and understand that, like, we need to either – develop Daniel Jones and put him in the best situation to win, which they have not because they haven't built an offensive line in the past four years under Dave Gettleman, uh, despite him saying that he's going to do that first and has not. Um,
1: has not done that at all. He signed no. Nate Solder, bro. Yeah. Nate Solder, um, dude.
3: Come on <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um,
1: Let's get Andrew Felice in there. We'll haven't played. We'll haven't played. Listen,
3: passions, and, and then they drafted. They drafted Andrew Thomas, who was, who has been the third best defensive or uh, offensive tackle in that draft. When the other two have been all pros, right? Um great he's the only one playing left tackle. He's the only one playing left tackle. I'll, I'll 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 put hand up. Only one playing left tackle. Um it's a, or, it's a make or break year. I'm I I gotta I, I'm going I, I'm going over too. But like a I, I don't love it. I don't feel I don't feel like confident about it. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to make another like I don't think he's going to make some gargantuan leap that's going to like
2: he's only going for 5k and 45 touchdowns that's all I
3: mean, hey man maybe <laughs> listen i want to see listen i want to see jason garrett like put him in you know like put guys in motion put dudes you know this this team is built for success run like, play
0: action without a running game i i don't even <laughs> want to go back to that but no man, let's not decide, do that you
3: absolutely can it's irrelevant <laughs> You, me, and my grandma can, right can be in the eye scent right now, and, and and teams would still bite or not bite. It's completely <laughs> random. Um, it's not well, a video game, man. Oh. huh?
0: There's a purpose. I don't okay, know. so choose. you, think, no on. On. you, you think, can, you think can run. You
3: play win? action. You can run play action without having a good running back. Any in. You can, um, but whether the play action is effective. No, or... it's 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 really successful. There are no. There's no difference in numbers. But I actually like want to see Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Oh, I'm truly Go ahead. I'll find something for you. Any in um how many wins they get this year eight i don't know i don't know yeah, they the, an eight and nine even football? if they get eight that's a fucking win <laughs> exactly are they an eight and nine football team maybe are they a you know a seven and 10 they're football a winning team? football team they're they're a winning. A seven. i don't think they're a winning football team i don't think the office of they are line is going division to give daniel jones the enough time to make a decision there's what you can say. How many announced. times is this guy going to move in the pocket before he throws an interception? Like the fumbles are bad. The interceptions are bad. It's all ugly for him. He hasn't done anything in the two years he's been the quarterback to make you think, like, shit, man, year three is going to be better. He shows flashes, but then the next five, six, seven plays are him, you know, dinking down to the running back. And it's not completely his fault. It's not always his fault. But I don't know. It's a make or break year. I hope they feel the pressure. I think they do. I think Joe yeah. Judge is probably lights like a fire under their ass, and you know is is able to see the, you know, pressure mounting. And
1: I can feel my blood boiling.
3: I gotta I gotta go over. I'm not. I'm not. Team. I don't love it. But
0: we, we gotta move on to Philly so, soon. What a terrible thing to say, Sam. But you're right. You're absolutely right. We have to move on to Philly. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants to
2: move to Philly. All right. Um, I want you to lead off with Philly. Oh, no, a- stick. Notable additions. Oh, yeah, no, Joe ten. Flacco. not <laughs> is, is it not what? notable? He's notable. He's like, notable. I guess it's just kind of funny more than anything. <laughs> of course it's
0: funny, but he still deserves that, it. Like he's the a, one notable a, addition he's a, he's a, you have under a, the team is Joe MVP. Flacco. Watch out. What I'm just going to say here about all of these notable additions for the very last time, oh, I, I grabbed these the notable time. additions from another article that I found while doing my research. So that makes two people... That believe that he should be on that list, along with all the other people you guys had an issue with. Jacoby Brissett. All right, Joe Flacco is more notable than Jacoby Brissett. In what way? Joe Flacco belongs. In he might play. Player. He might start. No, he's just simply a more notable name. I think it's Jacoby Brissett has Brissett?
1: just as much of it. Uh, just Jacoby Brissett has just as much as an opportunity because Tua seems to get hurt every every other play when he gets. That's high. true. All
0: right, but we're talking about the Eagles, so. Seven wins are on the total. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Their opponents last year had a 43% win percentage. Well, their opponents this year, last year, had a 43% win percentage, if you didn't get the gist of that by now. Um, in the first round, they grabbed Devonte Smith, wide receiver, which I was very upset about when it happened. Um, and then the Cowboys turned around and snagged Micah Parsons as well. We already talked about them. Regardless, uh, Joe Flacco, as you might have heard before, is also a notable addition here uh, to back up uh, Jalen Hurts uh team totals at seven i just think this team is god awful i'm going under i don't want to waste any more breath on it they're just not good i think they're going to go under
3: up and down this is the worst roster in the nfl i mm-hmm. think so for sure this yep. is probably the worst and people are high on jalen hurts and good for him right great but i don't think he's a very good quarterback
2: even if he is he's not gonna get him seven wins with that dog shit roster i mean uh so like in my the way, I did this, I have zero wins, eight losses, and nine toss ups. I'm not, I don't think Jalen Hurts is winning seven of those nine close games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, they're, they're not going to six and a half. I mean, seven, whatever. Six and 11s are ceiling. And that's, uh, some, a, someone's, that's someone's a very gonna, high ceiling for him, I think.
1: I'm going to have to lock the door and put the chain on because someone's going to come and punch me in the face because I'm going to go over. Um, i the, the eagles have won seven or more games seven of the last eight years um i don't year, give a
0: shit They're last quarterbacks year, in indianapolis nick
1: last, yeah and how good is he
0: not very and in this way. guy's not better
1: they want they want a super bowl with a backup okay okay stick here let me throw this back in your face so they want a, a super bowl with a backup quarterback who's their
0: backup quarterback nick Foles.
1: no hey, nick right Foles, now
3: nick Foles made a nice career out of himself even before that backup. i
0: completely agree Fine. Okay.
3: The Rams paid not, him to just, be a starting quarter
2: quarterback. Frank Reich won that Super Bowl this, more than anybody else.
0: Eagles team is very very bad. Very Okay, bad.
1: but listen, sometimes you got to throw all logic out the door when you're gambling and you uh, you Fair three enough. and everybody else who listens to this podcast knows that sometimes logic doesn't it doesn't need to make sense for you to gamble on the team and That's doesn't, a very good point. It doesn't Because why sense. I already picked over on the Giants. <laughs> logic only goes so far. That's true. That is true. Um I I think I, I'm going to echo Manu. I don't, I do not believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's a long-term solution. I think he could get the job done enough for them to win. Um, I think they're going to be in a lot of close games this year because it is Philly and Philly is notable for playing close games. And I think we're going to get halfway through the year and be like, what the fuck is Philly doing halfway up the leaderboard winning the six
2: scumbags. games?
1: Um, so I, I I hate Philly. and I really do. Um, I just think this is going to be a halfway decent team this year. And I think they're they're going to play every, every game hard. They play every team hard. I don't believe in anything the Eagles do. Um, I think their defense is atrocious. And I don't even, I'm not even impressed with their offense. Um, But for some reason, something's hit me where I think they're going to get eight wins this year. They're going to be an eight and what an eight and 11 team or no, an an eight and nine team. Um, And it's it's going to hurt the soul because they're going to beat the giants and it's going to hurt every time.
2: How the hell do you think like with, with the rosters that, Philly gets eight wins, but the Giants don't. Like because I watch the Giants
1: play and I've watched the Eagles play. Every time the Giants play the Eagles, the Eagles are always playing harder than the Giants. Almost every time. You're right. The oh, logos fight
2: each other, Nick. Not the players on the field. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, roster does not matter. Nothing matters besides just and this you know, is the past best bullshit. Best we're getting our football analysis from. That's
1: absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. When they win eight years, when they win eight games this year, and we come back on here and we review this, and I'm right, you guys can all I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. You might be right, but I don't think so.
1: All right,
3: that's fine.
0: Well, that's why it's gambling. It's You're damn right. All right, Mana. Dumbass.
3: I already said under. I think this Did is you? one of the worst rosters in, in fucking I heard that game. part. I
0: didn't hear the under part. No, no you guys all said under. I said right.
3: under. All right. Their defensive line is, is, like, solid. They'll be able to get pressure, and they can probably, you know, sneak some, I don't know, interceptions from that, you know, and maybe steal a couple wins here and there. I don't know if they steal six wins with Jalen Hurts and – you know, Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, and Devontae Smith—you uh, know—catching passes from him. Um, They'll sneak a couple. Uh, I mean, I guess. Hey, Jalen. Yeah, Jalen was to saying all the eight. right things, man. He at the, at the very least, he sounds like a like he's trying his best. So.
0: I would hope he is as an credit NFL Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would
3: I hope, assume yeah, so.
2: I, I would hope. So all right, right like let's move on like On the to the football almost,
1: team. We're almost done. Please, Jesus. What
0: do you mean almost done? With this division. Two more division. divisions. Um, all right, Washington football team. The team total set at eight. Um, they have the 18th easiest schedule. Their opponents are right about about 50% from last year. Um, they got Jamin Davis in the first round linebacker. Um, notable additions, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Curtis Samuel, and a cornerback, William Jackson. I believe he played for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um. They had a good defense last year. Who?
1: The Cincinnati Bengals. They had a really good defense. I, I mean, you're to a, a defense large, that was
0: legitimately good, so it might just be a depth add. I don't really know. But he's also not that bad. 100%. So, okay. regardless. Uh, I'm going to go under here. I don't think this offense is going to do much. I, I know they have Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. I know they have Curtis Samuel in there. Curtis Samuel scares me a little bit. He's like a little gadget guy. You just plug him wherever you want and just let him go. Um, and hopefully the Giants can keep tabs on him at least twice a year. But
3: Them specifically.
0: Yeah, I'm just – I think last <laughs> year was more of a fluke. I don't know if the defense is going to mesh as well as it did last year. I know defense they're still going to have a good pass rush. Year, but say it again?
3: Defense is the hardest thing to carry over year over year. I agree, which is married.
0: why I don't think they're going to have the same unit they did last year. Obviously, Chase Young is still going to be Chase Young. Um, he's going to get he to the quarterback. Not his name. No, he's not. That entire defensive front is going to be fine. Um, the defensive front, maybe the front four or five guys on the line. Uh, but I'm still going to go under here. I just really think the Cowboys and the Giants are going to run this division. That's how I opened up this uh, division intro here. And that's how I'm going to end it. So over for the Cowboys, over for the Giants, under for the Eagles, under for the Redskins uh, football team. Sorry. Second mess up of the day. Regardless. Come on now.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll go since I guess it's on I me. Mean, I'm going over. I think they win at least 10 games, maybe 11 games this year. Um, I think the Washington football team is very good. I think Ryan, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a fantastic ad. Um, Terry McLaurin is very good. Um, you have Curtis Samuel, who's stick highlight as a gadget guy. Um, Antonio Gibson is fantastic. And Logan Thomas is already supposed to be – there's already rumors that he's going to play the most snaps at tight end this entire year out of, out of every tight end in the league. Whether the Hokie he, legend right there. Another uh, Hokie legend, whether uh, another quarter. Listen, whether he makes something to do with it or not <laughs> is one thing, but um you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, you don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick, you have Taylor Heineke, who showed he had something he had he is good or good enough to get. A I w just can't believe
0: he, you're telling me that Daniel Jones isn't capable of beating seven wins, but Taylor Heineke, you're comfortable saying he's gonna blow past eight and they're gonna get 10, 11 wins.
1: I don't think Taylor it Heineke is gonna get him blowed I don't think Taylor Heineke is going to blow him past, but I think if you pull Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think Taylor Heineke is a very suitable number two guy who can get them Ws. Um, they're
0: going to go to crap. They're going to go to crap.
1: I don't think they're going to go to crap. Their 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 defense is fantastic. Granted, man, I was saying um, defense doesn't carry over. You have a great front line in Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan, and Chase Young. Um, they're going to pretty much feast on every NFC East opponent because every NFC East opponent doesn't have an offensive line. Um, give me 10 wins for the Washington football team this year. I believe in Ryan Rivera and, uh, or Ron Rivera. Who?
2: There you go.
1: I'm thinking, oh, listen, I'm between Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ron Rivera. here. I'm a little bit in between. Um, give me the gunslinger, Ryan Fitzpatrick. His beard is, Oh my God, dude, his hair is just, Oh my God, give it to me. I hate They're I hate making Washington. him shave in Washington. I hate, huh? No, they're not gonna make him shave in Washington. What, what,
3: what do you want? I don't
1: know. Give me, give me the over, give me 10 wins for Washington this year. I think they win the division. Um, I don't think they do anything, but I think they win the division for sure.
3: I see the cycle where it's like, uh, the, the cycle of Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's,
2: uh, it's he has like, a flash of goodness and goes to dog shit. Yeah. next year. There, there's a reason he's been on like, what? 114 teams. So yeah, far. yeah, I heard he
3: was playing in the AFL. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Dude, yeah. The Ryan like
3: Fitzpatrick cycle. <clears throat> this is from, um, uh, i'm not even gonna source this okay <laughs> um
2: source okay just trust so me. it's
3: get so the brian fitzpatrick cycle get released get signed as a backup starter gets hurt fitzpatrick thrown into game plays very well Earns starting spot gets paid sucks get released Gets signed as backup rinse repeat right um I think this is probably one of the better teams that Ryan Fitzpatrick has been on in the past, I don't know, three years. Cause we're, what are we going back now? We're going back to Miami last year, which was a, you know, flash in the pan. And then Tampa Bay, before that when Jameis got hurt. Right. Something like
1: that. Yeah. Tampa. So, is, don't even, matter I mean,
3: I, I, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick as a quarterback. I think he's, I think he's a good stopgap quarterback, but I don't think this team needs a stopback quarterback. Um, that said, though, I think the talent around him is good enough where he's going to end up being, you know, even if he throws twenty touchdowns and you know seventeen picks, I think they're they're still probably a solid team uh, so, around him. So I'm I gotta go over on them. I think I think they win the division as well. Okay, is that it? That's I mean for the NFC East, yeah. Can we that get is. out of this division? It's fucking rat shit. Not your father's NFC East.
0: Please. What is it? Okay. Never eat soggy. soggy. Yeah, we're going For the to soggy South, portion maybe? of this podcast. The soggy NFC. Yep. All right, we're going to start off with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, win totals at seven. They have the third easiest schedule in the league. Uh, in the first round, they grabbed Kyle Pitts, tight end. Um, honestly, didn't do much else. Else, they did ship Julio Jones off to uh, Tennessee. Um,
3: I wish they kept them. Yeah. I would have loved to see that offense with you Julio Jones, asked. Kyle Pitts, an emerging Calvin Ridley. They got some yeah. they got some names on that offense. They got some talent. They do.
0: And they got Mike Davis. Um, I guess we can throw him in there as a notable addition. He did a good job in Carolina. Umbacks
3: don't matter.
0: No, I don't think they matter either. But um I'm still gonna go under here. I don't I just don't think this defense is gonna be good enough to uh hold this here. And even with the uncertainty with the Panthers and the Saints, um, I mean I think the Panthers are gonna be good. Um, at least better than the Saints, but I don't know.
1: I'm going over. Um, I, I think Atlanta wins eight games, nine games this year. They're under a new head coach that is not Dan Quinn.
0: This is true. Um,
1: which I think is huge. Uh, they, they won, who is it, Raheem Morris. Um, they won four of seven games that he, he was coaching. They went on a four-game win streak. They kind of tore it up, and at the end of the year, they kind of mm-hmm. fell apart, but that's because they're the Falcons, and they always seem to fall mm-hmm. apart whenever they need to win. Their offense is going to be good. I mean, Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. He is 47 years old, but he could still throw for 250 yards a game. Calvin Ridley. It's not crazy to say Calvin Ridley might be the best wide receiver, I guess, stat wise wide receiver in the league this year. Um, Kyle Pitts is a great addition. Um, Mike Davis is gonna. Fe- I think Mike Davis is gonna feast in the red zone this year. I really do. I mean, that's all he really did in, in, in the other teams he played for. Um, give me over seven wins for Atlanta. I think their defense kind of shows up. I think they went about eight nine games this year, um, and I like it. Give it to me.
3: I think this is one of the easiest overs on the board. Thank you. I think this. I think this team is too talented. From an offense, it's very similar to Dallas's last to to, to a Thank Dallas you. situation last year, where uh, the offense is going to like 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 shit stomp you for you know 60 minutes and then the defense is going to kind of you know kind of struggle their way kind of through but i think they've i think they've gotten better they were two and eight last year in one score games right so i'm kind of banking on there i'm kind of banking on them to kind of you know they were almost there I'm, I'm i don't know if they can push it over the edge but it's certainly easier to be you know a little bit better than two and eight in one score games i think that's uh, i think there's some variance there so i think uh, i think i'd like the over here
2: I don't know if you went sick already, but. It did we're um, talking about Atlanta? Yeah, no, I, I was able to figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the over as well. Like, I don't think that it's possible for them to be as unlucky as they were last season as they will be this season. Like, I do think no Dan Quinn anymore. So, that and in that season, they did lose five in a row, I believe, to end last season, but against quality opponents, and they showed a lot of life in those games. So. I think the off, off, no Julio, but Calvin really is a great wide receiver. Kyle Pitts is going to, is arguably the best tight end prospect we've seen in 20 years, even. Who knows? But yeah, seven and a half wins, even eight and nine, I think is a very, is realistic for them. Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. So I like over seven and a half. Alrighty.
0: Um, Let's move down to Carolina. We have a seven and a half win total. Seventh easiest schedule in the league. They picked up J.C. Horn, I believe, from TCU as a cornerback uh, in the first round. Uh, Also got Sam Darnold. South
1: Carolina. Come on,
0: buddy. It was South Carolina?
1: South Carolina. Who's the other? Yeah, you were close. close. Texas. I don't know why you said
0: TCU. There's a dude that came from TCU as a cornerback. I don't know. Aren't they the Horned Frogs? That's probably where my mind is going here. Um, they, right, they are the horn. Frogs. horn frogs. Yeah, that's probably where my mind's going. All right, regardless, Hassan Reddick and Denzel Perryman, along with Sam Darnold, are uh, free agent additions, or well, trade additions rather. Some of them, a little mix and match. Regardless, the totals at seven and a half. They lost Curtis Samuel. Still have DJ Moore, um, and Robbie Anderson, and Robbie Anderson. Uh, I'm and gonna Christian go over Dafferty. here for all the reasons you guys think that the Falcons is the easiest over on the board. I think this might be. Um, as long as their defense can hold up, which they've been pretty good, I would say. I mean, nothing to write home about, but not awful. Um, so if they can take a next step and uh, just be a solid unit and let the offense work, I think Sam Donald's uh, change of scenery here in Carolina is going to be big, Um, especially giving him receivers that know what to do. Uh Christian McCaffrey also forgot to mention him, but he'll be back. Uh, okay. He yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he's all right. He didn't really play much last pretty year. Good. But, uh, I think they can <laughs> – blow past seven and a half wins here. I think they can get upwards of nine or 10 probably um, and threaten for the playoffs in the NFC. Uh,
1: I'm going to go quick. Um, I think they go under. I think they go seven and 10 this year, six and six and 11. Um, they are not a good football team. Donald is not that good of a good quarterback. Their defense really isn't that good. Um, there's too much inexperience, I think, in that front office, on that coaching staff and on the team. Um, and I don't think they're going to compete at all this year. I think they're still a couple years away from getting back where they should be. Um, so I'm going to go under.
3: I like everything about this Panthers roster, except for Sam Darnold. Um, they have, I mean, their wide receiver duo of Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and now Terrence Marshall in there is, is going to be big for big for him. And if you thought that, um, what's his name? The offensive coordinator. Joe um, Brady. Yeah. Joe Brady from LSU. If you thought he did well last year, I think, I think you're really banking on him to kind of fix Sam Darnold in one year. And I I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if you can fix what's been that broken. Um, like that's like glass shatter that they're trying to fix with like gorilla glue or something (laughs) like that. Like you'll put it together and it'll, you know, it'll do a job, but you know, it's, it's not going to look pretty and eventually it'll probably fall apart anyways. Um, I I don't like that combination. I think they should be trying to you know not actively lose games. But if you're that confident in your quarterback or in your offensive coordinator's like developmental skills and play calling skills, shouldn't you want like the best quarterback available? I don't know if Sam maybe Sam Darnold's better than the guys that could be drafted next year. I I guess you really don't know, but. I, I don't know. It, he's, he's bad. Sam Darnold is bad,
1: right? Let's go, baby. Over-under. Over-under.
0: <laughs> the change of scenery is going to be big for both him and Sam Darnold already.
3: Over-under <laughs> seven and a half. Let's go. One, two, three. Give me the over. I, I'm going to take the over. Did I say the under already? I'm going to take the over. I I this defense that. is wild. Brian Burns is one of the, one of the better defensive ends in the yeah, league. He is. Like, this, is a, this is a wild, like, team. And then it's just Sam Darnold. It, it, it's ugly to look at, but I think they'll surprise some teams. I think they'll surprise some people, too.
2: All right, so um, they went 5-11 and 11 last season. And I really don't see enough improvement to have them have three more wins despite having one extra game. Like, honestly, I'm not – I don't think Sam Darnold is, you know, dog shit yet. I think he was given a – dealt a very bad hand in – with the Jets, with Adam Gase calling plays for his entire career. So, but regardless of that, he was bad that, while
3: doing that. Like, he was yeah, like fundamentally we're, yeah, we're terrible, too.
2: Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I, I'm saying, like, I, I'm not saying, like, Darnold is going You're to right. be terrible, like, the rest of his year career, but seven and a half for a team that won five games last season with not much significant improvement. Yeah, I don't see him getting there. I mean, I know they have a relatively easy schedule, but, I mean, even look at their schedule, like, I see only a few potential wins in here. I mean, I was going to give him a win against the Jets week one, but, fuck, Zach Wilson looks really good so far, so... But, yeah, I'm, I'm going under 7.5, I think. They get... They cap at 6, maybe 7 if they pull up big upset, but... Yeah, they're not they're they're not gonna get close to the playoff spot. I don't season. think
3: they have a lot of depth, right? And I they, think in the NFL mm-hmm. you really need depth, right? Like if Brian Burns goes down, it's Marquise Haynes, and you're gonna say who? And I'm gonna who? say I don't know. Who exactly? If you know, if JC Horn goes down, it's Stantley, it's not Stanley, Stantley, Thomas who? Oliver the third, and you're who? going to say who? who? Who right? Exactly. Um, you know. It's Taylor Moten, one of the best right tackles in the league. He goes down as Brady Christensen or Trent Scott. Like it's 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 ugly. Like it's it, it's ugly beyond their starting la- roster. I well, think I got to we- change from under. It's the rare triple switch. It's the rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old triple switcheroo. <laughs> yes, Let go. It's ugly. I like this roster and I like their coaching staff, but like, damn, it's 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 tough. You're right. It's tough to see seven and a half, eight wins from this team. So.
1: Well, if you want to talk about depth, you could talk about QB depth in New Orleans.
0: Ken. A great segue there, Nick. Yeah, there wow, you go. Buddy.
1: I was ready. For uh, I was waiting for it.
0: Nine and a half win total. They have the 11th easiest schedule. They got Peyton Turner, defensive end in the first round. Um, Who? Drew, Drew Brees retired. He did do that. He did. He did. He, he Good,
1: did. Good for him. It was about time.
0: Yeah, I, I would say so. But uh, now Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, or the first
2: one should be the obvious starter. But I
0: mean, I think it should be Jameis Winston. I think you should give him the playbook and say, "Here you go. We're not in a great situation. Go throw thirty. Another, there's another shot, Have buddy." Fun with
2: it. Put that on. Yeah,
0: yeah supposedly got eye surgery like a while ago. I don't. Think yeah, he fun.
2: got it. He got it prior to that first season in New Orleans, so he can see now.
1: Okay, I. I'm going to make – listen, I think nine and a half is high. I think they still think the Saints are who they used to be. Um, the Saints don't have a wide receiver Poor Michael Thomas is hurt. He's he's upset in New Orleans. They don't have a defense. They really – you couldn't name anybody on their defense. Who who could you name on the defense besides for Cam Jordan? Mark more. Okay, Marsh. Okay. Fair
3: enough.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did <laughs> one so of
2: Jenkins, too. But they have a pretty good off. safety. They have a, they do, have do, a okay pretty guy. solid defense overall, actually. Okay.
1: Okay, I don't think it matters who's at quarterback. I think they only win eight. Oh, James seven, is going eight
2: right now, actually.
1: Yeah, Saints are up 7 nothing. Um Oh, there we go. I don't really think oh, it matters. What a
2: strike by Jameis. I don't
1: really think it matters who the quarterback is. I think the Saints only win about seven, eight games this year because I think Jameis is bad. I think Taysom Hill is bad. I don't think it really matters. So give me the under.
0: I'm going under two. I didn't throw that in there.
3: If you guys are trying to win a football, if you guys are trying to win, if, you, if Saints have Super Bowl aspirations, right? We can all agree on that.
0: Yes, I do. I think they'd be in over their head, but probably do. That's
3: probably their aspect. But the, uh, if you, if you're the coach there, right? You're Sean Payton, right?
0: Dude,
3: that's who, pretty cool if I'm
1: Sean Payton. I'm it funny. is pretty cool if you're Sean. Nice, Payton. Nice, nice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I who, get, I like, get who's starting man. week one? Like, independent of what you've seen in preseason right now, just like what? Who I know. I'm going Jameis Winston. Yeah, I think Sam's going Jameis Winston. Yeah,
2: I've been very clear over numerous recordings from last year to this year that Jameis Winston should be their starting quarterback.
0: It's got to be Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill is hardly a quarterback.
2: Like,
1: okay, what do you think? They okay, so they win more games with Jameis Winston than Taysom Hill. I Jameis Winston
2: so? can see now. Okay, so, so so how many
1: how many wins is how many wins is Jameis Winston getting the Saints this year?
2: Twenty still not over nine and a half. All of still them. not over nine and a half. Go Twenty no, and zero. When it's it's, it is still
1: not over nine and a half
0: yet. But you're gonna lose the allure of Taysom Hill if you just play him as co- at quarterback. Exactly. I don't like, give a
2: shit. Oh yeah, like Jameis Winston. Like the ta- Like the upside that he has, especially now that he has vision, is incredible. He threw thirty touchdowns without being able to see. Like you 10 don't know yards this for front a fact, in front of him.
0: Sam, You don't know this.
2: I know that for a fact. I talked to him. No, but the dude got, like, oh, he's looking so nice right now. I'm, like, watching Jameis right now. Oh, it's preseason. Get over yourself, Sam. The elite Jacksonville right, Sam, Jaguars give me, defense. Give me an over-under here. Stop talking about Jameis. Give me an over-under. Do you really have to fucking ask, like, what I'm doing? They're going over. No, they're not. They're <laughs> going over. Nine and a half. I think 10-7 and is a very reasonable season with New Orleans Saints because – Dog shit! You said they have a shit defense. They have a very solid defense. Jameis Winston is a dog. He's gonna do. Jameis Winston, I will tell you right now, if given a starting role all season, goes for four thousand plus and thirty plus touchdowns,
1: and thirty plus interceptions.
2: Who is only only eighteen interceptions this season?
1: Yeah, who's catching those touchdowns?
2: Who's catching it? Michael Thomas, fucking What's me. where Who from the freaking IL? I don't who know gives a that. shit? A Every good player. quarter, a good quarterback, a great quarterback makes good receivers. So who gives a fuck? All right, He's we're not a on. great quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He you want he hear about a great
0: quarterback? We're gonna move on.
2: You to guys, are, the you guys are, don't <laughs> believe in quarterback growth—that a guy can get better after it's after time. Like, I mean, obviously different sport and all, but like after ben. six, Ju- James! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look at this fucking dime you're about to see right now from Jameis Winston. Oh it's my happened three days goodness.
0: ago, Sam, by the time anybody knows what the hell you're talking about.
2: Oh, they'll fucking know, though.
3: I think the Saints go over, too, by the Holy way. Holy
2: shit, I... no, you got it.
3: I'm a big uh, I'm a big Sean uh, Sean Payton advocate, right? I think there's been stuff in his playbook that he's been dying to call for the past like I don't know 8 years that Drew Brees has been in New Orleans, right? Anything beyond 35 yards, that dude has ripped out of his playbook, shed a tear onto it and threw it in the trash because Drew Brees couldn't throw it right? And I don't think Taysom Hill, Taysom, Taysom Hill can do it either. I think Jameis Winston gives you the best chance to win. It opens up more in the playbook and you can still keep the dimension of having Taysom Hill throw two passes a game. Maybe he can catch a screen pass. He can still kick return. The other problem is that they paid Taysom Hill to be a quarterback, right? And that kind of, and he's, Taysom Hill has said like, I'm a quarterback and if I'm not, I'm outie, right? So, I, I think it's tough. I think I think Jameis Winston's the quarterback. They go over if he's not the quarterback. Easy under. I think they're one of the worst teams if Taysom if Taysom Hill's the quarterback. Yeah, I think it's pretty stupid. So I
2: need you to see both of James's touchdown passes now. They're both. I have the absolute dots the background. All
1: right, it doesn't matter. Talk about talk about this.
2: The, this last one was legit, a unbelievable pass. Like regardless, so name the team. Right. Tampa score, Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers.
1: J- Jameis' former team.
0: Yep, yeah, uh eleven wins on the total. They have the fourth easiest schedule, which I don't know how the hell that happens after winning the Super Bowl, but because
1: it's Tom Brady and League will do anything
0: to make Tom Brady look good. Yeah, well. Oh it's Tom Brady. Um yeah, it's their first rounder, Joe Tryon, by the way. I feel like I see him all over social media. The guy's a total beast. What's going on here? Sorry, I'm playing I'm playing the game. You're playing music? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um,
3: dudes love the Buccaneers, like dudes on Twitter love the Buccaneers, yeah. And right,
1: okay, they're, so, they're returning now. every single starter on both right. sizes. exactly. I'm, I'm going quick, I'm taking the over. They win 12 games this taking year, taking the over, also. That's just how it's going to be, yeah. Let's just make it quick. It's they're, they're gonna go over. It's just, I'm, I and this is. Yeah, I'm gonna preview this on my. <laughs> I'm, gonna ta- I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna preview this on our season prop episode. I already took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the championship because I think at the very least you can cash out them to win deep in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh,
3: if I have to make a pick, I'm going. Which I do. I'm going over. I think this is one of the easiest passes on the board. If you if you aren't comfortable one way or another, it's a lot of wins. They're, you're, yes, they're returning everybody. Um, but with that, there's no new, maybe there is new wrinkles, but like, I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of the same. I don't think they're going to get you know caught in, you know, any sense of the word, but you know, every once in a while they might get caught trying to do some stuff they did last year. Just things change year over year, even if they return everybody. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with the over though.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, 11 is so easy. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're going to win like 13, 14. All right, they we're moving on to the West. Related. The waffles The waffles portion, the
0: waffles portion of this uh, this podcast. The waffles. In the morning I'm to... making waffles.
1: Huh? I said in the morning, I'm making waffles. A Shrek reference.
0: Come on, yes. Stick. Those pancakes.
1: No, it's no, waffles. It is waffles, dude. Alright, are you waffles?
2: shitting me right now? Fuck oh you,
3: oh 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 Shrek we're is the greatest movies of our generation, and you're gonna insult waffles like that. I can't, can't say pancakes. Pancakes. Can't. pancakes are better than waffles, by the way. but
0: I agree. That's why I said
3: it. It's
2: all about French toast, baby. Okay. That's breakfast a front runner elite. right there, no matter,
1: matter no matter what breakfast food you choose, it's elite. No matter what. Not a big breakfast guy. but
2: You know, I have hash browns, some sausage. Oh, it's all about a pork roll egg and cheese. Excuse me, everything bagel. Yeah, no, 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 no,
1: pork roll, no. jackass. No, I got to mute. mute Pork roll this guy egg next, and cheese
2: on going. everything bagel with a hash brown, salt, pepper, ketchup. Nah, we're going baby. Arizona
0: Cardinals here. We're gonna cut off this blasphemous rant going on here from the New Out Can I mute
3: him? Is there a way to
1: mute
2: him?
0: <laughs> I can do it actually.
2: Eat right. shit and die if oh, you oh say my God. Taylor Ham. <laughs>
0: All right, eight wins on the total for the Arizona Cardinals. They have the 19th easiest schedule in the league. Um, in the draft, picked up uh, linebackers Avin Collins and wide receiver Rondell Moore also in the second round. I feel like that is probably one of my best achievements here with the notable additions is I even dug into the second round because Rondell Moore is going to be a pretty good uh, piece for that offense. Um, also got J.J. Watt and A.J. Green. Um, and for those reasons, I'm going to go over. I think eight is uh, pretty attainable. It's a tougher division, but... I mean, the Cardinals showed flashes of greatness last year and flashes of mediocrity, but I think this year they might put it together. Kyler Murray takes another step forward. I think eight yeah, wins is uh, pretty attainable.
1: That's a dime, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I sent that's you all the,
2: uh, the Jameis dot real quick, so. <laughs> that's a dime. Um, the Jaguars check, Twitter, also, check y'all's Twitter. The Jaguars also um,
1: might have arguably
2: the worst defense in
1: the league, So, and that's their second team out there. I
2: don't give a shit. That was, a, right. the, that was good coverage, and he threw a Freaking I'll give him that.
0: It was a good play. It was a good play. All
2: okay, right, let's Arizona keep this Cardinals. moving. We got the Cardinals. Arizona going, Cardinals it? are going under.
1: I, I, I agree. I think Arizona Cardinals are going under. Um, I just don't think Kai. I just don't think they're there. I think the division. Mm-hmm. The, every team
2: in that division is better than they are.
1: Okay. I think they the could
2: very well go zero six in division.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think they're going to be a good against the spread team, but I don't think they're going to be a good straight up team. Um. I don't really think. I mean, yes, they added J.J. Watt defensively, but I don't really. I can't really name anybody else on that defense besides besides Buda Baker.
2: And yeah, but like, so they have what the the nineteenth easiest schedule, which is, I mean, still not great. They still like middle of the road, but like that's that's the Rams getting better, the yeah. the Niners being back and healthy. Like that's that's like what a six and ten Niners team. So they'll be. Back and healthy, especially defensively. They're unless they really take a step forward. Like if Kyler Murray becomes in a top three quarterback in the NFL, they're going to set under eight and a half or nine, eight, whatever, whatever you have. I got it at eight, right here. I like eight. I like under eight and a half more than eight because I think eight and nine is a very reasonable season for him. So. Yeah, I, I
1: think they're they're not gonna be. I think they're gonna be unsurprising. Again, I think they're. Against- they're gonna they're
2: uh-huh. gonna make like like they're still a very talented football team, but the fact that the other three teams in division, they could have a very good game with all with all six of those games and still go zero six. So.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm unless going unless Seattle takes a big step down, I think they're gonna really struggle in the West. I think they will, right. but we're we'll right,
3: good there. Where are you sitting on this? Funny. Their defense was tenth in DVOA last year. They're, they had a really solid defense despite not having many, you know, big name guys outside of like what, what Chandler Jones and Peterson.
2: Gotcha. Hey, they have JJ Watt now. now they for have like JJ Watt right
3: now. Another year of Isaiah Simmons. I um, I I, I like the team. I don't, but I I, I got to go under here. I don't think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. Like, if you ask the dude to like drop back and throw a football or like throw on the run. Like he's not, he he doesn't throw a good ball. Like he's actually one of the worst, Um, but when he, you know, scrambles and makes moves with his feet, like he's one of the best. Right. So it's, you know, it's up and down, but as a pure quarterback, he's not good. Uh, and I think Cliff Kingsbury is not – I don't think he's a good coach despite being an offensive genius and an offensive guru. He, he was shit bad. in college. What makes you think he's exactly. a good he NFL? Up- Thank you, Sam. He failed upwards. He, the dude stunk. The dude made mockery of what Patrick Mahomes is today. He's bad. But he makes some <laughs> – aside Bro, from that, he's made some so questionable under. decisions in his NFL career, right? And Yeah, he draws a pretty play, but he doesn't know when the hell to call him,
2: right? So he, he, he won 500 in the big 12 with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. I should tell you everything you need to
3: know. I should tell you everything you need to know. Um, no, I, I, that offense doesn't, that offense doesn't do much for me. Kyler Murray's solid quarterback, I guess. I just called him really bad. But like, I I guess in the grand scheme of things, he's probably a decent quarterback. He's probably going to win you games, but I think this team is, is bound for an under bound for regression. Stick
0: you under. I'm over. Mm-hmm. Best of luck, hey. you're under Sammy. Everybody's under except for me.
3: I want to like Kyler Murray. Just I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm very under. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move on to the L.A. Rams. We have a ten and a half win total. The twenty-three uh, or twenty-third easiest schedule. They grabbed uh, two-two Atwell wide receiver in the second round, who I arguably have never heard of, but they didn't have a first-round pick, and I wanted to throw somebody in there. Um, but I assume he's going to be a gadget guy in there for, uh, Tutu Atwell just sounds like a gadget guy for Sean McVay to use. I don't know how big he is, but the name itself, he's got to be a slot guy. And I'm going to check on that right now. Cause I just want to know. <laughs> he's
3: like five foot six. He's a small guy. That's, a, that's, that's yeah, he's a five foot nine. You're right not, there.
0: you're five not, not six. a gadget guy at five, nine with uh Tutu Atwell on your birth certificate. Um, however, that's not exactly uh,
2: like an outside threat.
0: Okay. It's probably quick, I would assume, if you're 5'9 in the NFL. But regardless. The all right. Biggest but, move they made. All right. But
1: you, you talk. Yeah. Go
0: ahead. Matt Stafford. Um, shipped no? Jared Goff to Detroit, brought Matt Stafford in. Um, and personally, I think that is the probably one of the number one moves of the entire offseason around the entire league. Um, Matt Stafford is head and shoulders above Jared Goff. And I think Matt Stafford is probably the most underrated quarterback in the league. Yes. That guy is so unbelievably good. He's even gotten praise from Aaron Rodgers, like time and time and time again. No one loves Matt Stafford more than
2: Aaron Rodgers. It's
0: 100% true. He gets so much love for the arm angles he can throw the ball out of, the windows he can fit it in. Now with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, who are just elite route runners in the NFL with sure hands, I I, I don't know. I, I think this is going to be a very dangerous, dangerous team. Cam Akers taking another step forward after a really, really big rookie campaign. Cam Akers tore his shit. He's Cam done? Akers tore his shit. Already? This You're year, Henderson season? He tore his shit. Oh, he
1: tore his stuff like a month ago.
0: Too many injuries going on. I'm, I'm using Mano's uh, injury sources nowadays.
2: <laughs> but either way, like even without Stafford, that their defense is, it's, last time I checked, it's still very good. Yeah, they're, they're gonna. They win, could win 11 games. 30, they're gonna win they go 11 and six games. with golf with his defense, but put Stafford in there.
1: They're gonna win 12 games. They're gonna win the NFC West, and they're gonna be a good football team. You have Van Jefferson Holy second shit. year. Yeah, they have they have second year quarter uh, second year wide receiver Van Jefferson, um, which I mean whatever, but he was playing third behind Cooper Cup the Van Van baby. Exactly. He's playing third behind Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. You have Tyler Higby, who Rashawn McVay has already praised that he just loves this guy. Um, their defense is ridiculous. And Matt Stafford throws her 400 yards a game. I mean, I think you're
2: stupid not to take anything, the Rams, in almost any game this year. And also, 10 and a half, over 10 and a half for the Rams, plus 120. This is via FanDuel. All right. So well, now, now that makes me a little pause Plus money? No, I don't it. give Take that it. means
1: that means Vegas knows something that we don't. Listen, I get along with Vegas is there.
0: stupid. No, Vegas is suckering <laughs> you in by giving you plus money on the over. Reversing your entire thought process to what you're doing right now, so you can place the bet that eventually Listen, puts still, money in their pocket. I mean,
1: I'm still taking the over. I'm still taking arguably one of the best defenses in the league, and then an offense that has a ceiling that 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 could be top in the you know top five in the league. So give me over. I, I think Matt Stafford makes this LA Rams team head and shoulders above what they've ever been. Losing Cam Akers, I don't think is a big deal because I think Daryl Henderson and anybody else in that deep uh, in in the backfield doesn't really matter at this point because they have a great offensive line and, and McVay knows exactly what he's doing. I'm um, plays. So give me the over. Give me 12 wins for the Los Angeles Rams this year. Give me a
3: huge year
1: for Matt Stafford.
3: They're my Thank Super you. Bowl favorite. So I
2: was about to say, like, I get the jewelers ready because, yeah, I get their rings fitted soon enough. So over club. Over. Oh, yeah. No, no. They're going to go nine and eight, but still win a Super Bowl, though. That's <laughs> impressive. Giant yeah. style, baby. Giant style.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. All right the, the other California team, San Francisco. Uh, ten wins on the total. Fourteenth easiest schedule, so right smack in the middle of the league. Uh Notable addition, first rounder. They got Trey Lance. Um, I don't really know what the deal is here. Is he? I mean, yeah. we don't have a definite week one starter.
1: There is no definite week one starter.
2: It, it's gonna be Lance at some point, at least. It's probably gonna be Jimmy G. To start Jimmy gonna Jimmy start gonna week start week, week. week one despite him looking like absolute dog shit so yes. far, and Trey Lance looking. Not like incredible, but like, this is deep balls is is, is incredible.
0: Yeah, like, I've watched both of Trey Lance and the teams pretty... in this league. I I, do, I just I've don't watched... think it's gonna work.
1: No, I mean I've watched Trey Lance, both of Trey Lance's preseason games, and the only thing he has really done well is throw a nice ball. Um, he hasn't really made the smartest decisions. It seems like he could put a lot of gas behind the ball, air it out. Um, you know, fit it into tight windows, but I don't think his decision-making is quite there yet. So I think Jimmy G starts about five, six games this year, and then I think they pull him because um, the fan base, I think, is going to call for Trey Lance. I don't really know where I'm at with this total um, because I think if Trey Lance is where Trey Lance should be, I think this is going to be an 11-win football team. But with this half-and-half thing, I don't think he have the quarterback. I think they only win about nine games. But their defense is studs. I, That's- I don't know. I think Brandon Ayuk takes a huge leap. They have Brandon Ayuk. get had a healthy George Kittle all year. Um, they just drafted Trey Sermon, who I think is going to oh, uh, surpass Raheem Moster at some point because no. I think I think Trey Sermon can do a lot more than, than Raheem Mostert can. Um, I think you see Trey Lance slotted in about the fifth week ish, give or take a week, um, and then I think the, the team takes a leap from there. Um, I am, um, mm, mm, I'm going to go under. I think they go nine and eight. I really do. I, I mean, I, I can really see a 10-7 and seven season, but I think because of the inexperience of the quarterback or the, the lack of talent at the quarterback is going to cost them a couple of games. So I'm going to go under.
2: I agree. So um, let's well, so go two years ago when Jimmy G was our quarterback and with, a again, a very similar elite defense, keyword if healthy, because last year obviously very banged up defensively, it's Still solid, they were a they went to the Super Bowl and were looking like they were going to win the Super Bowl through three quarters. But alas, Patrick Mahomes is that thing where he's the best quarterback of all time, and then you know, all that stuff. But I think Jimmy G, even if, if with Jimmy G, they're a nine, ten win team, I think. But Trey Lance's upside is so much bigger, I think. T- trail line should be starting eventually he will be and i think regardless they're going to win 10 games because that defense is when healthy elite i mean it's, it's, they've shown it before like they went to a fucking super bowl for for christ's sake now i i would jimmy g throwing like what seven times in MC championship game whatever it was obviously like more, you, like you still talk,
1: sorry you i, I hate to, to jump in the middle but you said the defense oh, okay, you Said the defense if healthy, and the th- problem with this defense is there's negative depth. Um, behind all these that, starters, that,
2: that's that's why, like, you know, gone with the over is
1: behind these starters, is kind of an assumption
2: difference. that like they will stay healthy. So, mm-hmm. over so, Fandle has it over at 10 and a half, over 10 and a half is plus 100. Oh, so, pr- probably at 10 would be about like you know, normal minus 110 each way. So, mm-hmm. um I like the over because I like Trey Lance not just because of his big like arm ability. Um, the dude can run too. Like he he can he can make his own plays if need be. Like kind of like a Justin Fields, where like um, I love. Uh, is it Mina or Mina Kimes on ESPN? Has mm-hmm. is Mina? Yeah, she's she's awesome. Has Trey Lance one of of one of the top ten. Quarterbacks the NFL off of design runs, so that dude, like obviously not all of, um, not all stuff from college you can go off of because he didn't play that much, but the dude can clearly run, and he has a freaking cannon. The upside is enough for me to take the risk on over ten here. Hmm. Ass- on the on the assumption that the defense is going to be healthy and. They also well, don't well, have as close to dominant as they were in 20. They also
1: don't have wide receivers. They have Brandon Ayuk and they have Debo Samuel, who Samuel's been hurt pretty
2: much all preseason, who just started coming again. Down. Both, both of them are, I think, they're both tiny unproven.
1: And they have Mohamed Sanu, and Muhammad Sanu's pretty washed up at this point.
2: Is that the dude Kittle's all right, too? So, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I like so, the under under, yeah. It, it. I'm not
3: going to, you know, put my money on it. Right. But if you were, but if I, if I were, I'm not all that inspired. Like Nick said, like with, with this offense, right. Whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance, I mean, he's not throwing to anybody that spectacular, but he doesn't have to since most of their routes are like motion underneath getting guys open, you know, pre-snap and shaking, making things difficult on a defense that way. Um, but either way, their 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 bread and butter is in the run game, right? With Moster now they brought in, you know, Trey Sermon. They still have Kyle Yousechek. Um, that's what that's their bread. Their offense is going to you know turn on no matter who's the quarterback. I think. Uh, defensively, like you said, they're solid. Their depth is questionable. I think the biggest note that we haven't touched on is that they're getting a new offensive coordinator, right? Rob Sala's in New York, right? Well, that's in, defense. in, in
2: uh, East the northern fuck, baby. New Jersey,
3: <laughs> um. So, for them to bring in a new coordinator, right? Does he push the right buttons that Rob Sala pushed right away? Can he get the most out of these guys as Rob Sala did? Like I, I, my best bet would be no. Rob Sala is one of the best defensive coaches in the league, so I think there's a natural regression there in the first place. I think it's a stay away. But if you want to put your money on it, I would, I would go under.
2: That's be a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna to i I'm keeping over though. I'm gonna stick with it, but all right. So we got two I guess I'm less confident in it.
3: I put a lot of value in coaching staffs. Maybe I shouldn't, but No, you should
2: definitely. I mean
3: I think someone's someone's gotta push the buttons, right? You can put a, you can put the guys in the right place though and they can still mess up. So I guess it's you know it's it's negligible, but
0: all right, wrap it up, sticky. Who we got last? All right, we got the Seattle Seahawks. We have 10 wins on the total. 21st, easiest schedule. They grabbed Dwayne Eskridge, a wide receiver, in the second round. The um, total they of 10. Did. They grabbed somebody they don't them. need. They grabbed exactly. somebody they, they grab don't need. need and somebody I've never heard of. So, um, for that reason, I am going to go over. I don't know. I just think their their offense is too high-powered. I feel like Metcalf and Wilson just, I don't know, they click. And I feel like it's
2: really hard to score points when you have zero offensive line. Mm. It's true, but they did it
0: last year and I'm pretty sure they surpassed 10 wins last year. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this is one of those gut feel picks where you have to go over here on the Seahawks, but I don't really (laughs) love it way too much. This whole division is pretty tough. The only things I'm really confident in are confident. The only thing I'm confident in in the West, the waffles. Are the LA Rams. That's about it. Yeah. I, 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 have to I agree
1: think. there. I'm gonna I mean, la- so last year, the Seahawks won 12 games, the year before they won 11, the year before they won 10. Um, so That's I think a line of- I think a line of 10 is pretty good. I actually think they, I think they probably go 10 and seven this year. Um, but I think Russell Wilson is good enough for an extra win to push me over, but I really, really, really don't want to say over, um, because like Sam highlighted, their offensive line is kind of trash. They've they've been known to have running back issues. They've been known to not know if they're going to run the ball, if they're going to pass the ball. What what they what their offense is is designed to be. Um, their defense, I who's on their defense now? Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, Blitz Boy,
3: Bobby Wags.
1: They they just paid they just paid uh, Jamal Adams and they Bobby. W- I mean. Uh, it's Seattle and they're probably going to be due for a nine, 10 win season. Um, but I, Oh God, I really want to say under, but I just think Russell Wilson's going to get him an extra win in crunch time. So oh my God, I'll give him, I'll, I'll go over. I'll give him 11 wins this year. I really don't want to, but I'll go, I'll give him 11. Um, I like the under. Go, yeah. I'm under as well. I
3: think they go under. I think Pete Carroll gets fired. Even Ooh, if they go, even if they, it even is, if they go like nine, eight, P. Carroll's done. He, he, I, Russell Wilson's over it. They haven't like the Giants, they haven't fixed their offensive line despite them saying consistently they're going to fix it. They run the ball when they should pass the ball, they pass the ball when they should run the ball. Uh, their defense is supreme ass. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's ugly in Seattle, right? And Russell Wilson will be going sleepless in Seattle until he gets out of there. Mm-hmm. Um I like I like the under. Russell Wilson's going to carry them to wins. I don't know if he carries them to another twelve. You know, I
2: and mean, it's just tough, man. It's tough.
3: Yeah. It's it's hey. tough.
1: Ten, 10 is a really tough line. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, can Russell Wilson really alone win eleven games? No. Like, outside of Russell Wilson, and I mean DK Metcalf is is a dog. Like, he's great. But exactly like everything Mano said, it's on. Un- I think nine and eight, ten and sevens are ceiling especially especially when they have you know six very tough games in division like i know i'm not big on arizona but they're not a bad team by any means i love san fran and i love the rams so and the rest of the schedule is not exactly a cakewalk so yeah sorry this it's kind of i feel it's like kind of going to be the, the beginning of the end for the seattle I don't want to say Dynasty because I only won one Super Bowl, but should have won more. Should have won more, but, you that's know, another discussion. Yep. Lovely. I think that
3: wraps us up. Take us home, Stick.
2: We'll I'm do. already home. Um, all right, so we went through
0: every single win total, uh, yeah. all 32 teams. Uh, split the AFC last week. If you guys missed the intro, which I don't know how you would have gotten to this point if you missed the intro, unless you really skipped ahead, which. Respect. It works. Respect. I respect it. Um, so this has been the NFL or NFC conference win total episode. Um,
2: next the week NFC we'll conference, the yes, national NFC football conference. league, national football conference conference. Yes. Precisely what Sam said. Um, <laughs> you
1: know, Sam, you got to trademark that. Let me tell you. Say it again.
2: Remember it? The national football conference conference. Yes, the Exactly. We're putting that on the T-shirt. Probably. Is that what it even stands for? I don't even, I don't even national know. National
3: Football Conference. I had to look it up because I didn't know. And then I thought about it. I was like, "What is the, the National name Football Inter- Conference Inter- Conference?" Inter- America.
2: I thought about that with like because you put on like the it was AFC Conference. I'm like, wait, Conference Conference. Yeah.
0: Keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Next week we're going to be doing uh, player props. We're going to be doing season awards. Uh, pretty much anything that is not a win total that is also considered something you can do in preseason. Jameis um, Winston MVP. Yeah, Sam's no, a big Jameis Winston fan. If you haven't, right, finished, we got okay. to
3: wrap it up now. Great
0: value. <laughs> um, but however, um, if you want to go find the AFC win totals, that's on our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, this episode is available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. You're watching on one of them, so if maybe you didn't know the other two exist. But there you go. Uh, next week, to find that episode, the props episode, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at CapsOnSports. Uh, CapsOnSports.com is our website. Uh, we're going to be posting our podcast up there. That's where you can get the links. Hopefully, we get some blogs up there, but that's kind of more slow-moving than this. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it for myself, Nick DeBias, Sam Meehan, and Anthony Mano. We'll see you next week.